Hi, this is Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 104, recorded on Wednesday, the 4th of November, 2015. And hello again, back again for a real show, not some miserable-sounding placeholder like last week. I was, as you could probably tell, very, very tired last week, actually exhausted and a bit down, worrying about the new show and everything in general. But as you can tell, or as you will be able to tell from tonight's length of show, things are happening. If you're in the midst of some startup type project, particularly in tech or media, my advice is to pace yourself or get a partner. The amount of work is formidable. That's the best word to describe it. I can't believe that there was a time when I thought scheduling distraction-free writing time was difficult. I think I was a bit of a wimp. Maybe I should listen to my own advice sometimes about pacing myself, though. Let's start with the new show news. This is a part of the show where I talk about my new podcast. And if you've been following the events, I've had a lot of planning, a lot of budgeting, a lot of business plans, and lots and lots and lots of paperwork, but very little recording of the actual show. So last night I did start gathering audio. I had a couple of people over and we chatted a bit. Honestly, I found it a bit stressful and actually so did they. But I think I learned that there is such a thing as being overly rehearsed. I'm going to try and aim for more spontaneous content now, which also means some twiddling with Skype, getting some Skype out credit for calls to mobiles and landlines sorted, and also having my recording gear to hand when I go out to meet people, rather than meeting just to book something in future. Now, let's talk about sound. As you know, I've bought some new equipment for the new show. Not actually that much new equipment, but one thing that I did buy is a new Audio-Technica shotgun mic. It is most basic of all the short shotgun mics you can buy from Audio-Technica, the good ones anyway. I bought myself a mic called the AT875R. In fact, I'm testing it on the podcast that you are listening to tonight. I'm taping the audio straight into my little Sony PCMM10. I think it's a great mic, but I do have to see if I can discipline my voice and also keep my hand steady when I'm holding the mic. Although I'm not holding it at the moment, I've got it rigged up on a little tripod. Though I am keeping the sheets of paper in front of me extremely steady so they don't rustle. So there you are, I'm having some practice holding my hand steady. And if it does work out, it could be the only mic I need for the new show. So please let me know what you think of the audio quality this week. Now about Skype again. I worked out how to record Skype 
on a separate audio track in Audacity. By that I mean that my voice and the person I'm speaking to over Skype will each have a separate audio track. And this is quite important because if you have bad quality on one side of that conversation and it's all recorded on the same track, it's very hard to only fix the bad bits. Anyway, I think I've worked out how to do this, and I found out that Audacity isn't really the problem, it's just the plethora of mixers out there. There are too many variables to say definitively what to do for your own particular mixer, but you will need at least a stereo analog mixer or a USB interface. You then need to either connect your PC via line-out or headphone back into your mixer's second XLR input. You'll probably need an expensive cable unless you have a combo socket. A combo socket is an XLR socket with a 6.35mm socket in the middle. If, on the other hand, you don't need two separate audio tracks, then it's much easier, but not as versatile. Actually, this morning, a couple of hours ago, about half the extra cables I need came in, so I'll let you know how that goes. Sound quality last week. Yeah, by the way, I'm so sorry about last week's podcast. It was short and annoyingly rubbish quality as well because of the desk movement transmitted to the mic. Here's a tip. Even if you have suspension mounts, put a cheap mouse mat under your mic stands. I bought three of them for £1 each on Amazon. I still have problems myself with audio technology, but I'm learning at an exponential rate, mainly because I don't have a choice, but if you are new to podcasting, hit the useful link on the header of my website, in fact it's the last link in the header, and you'll find links to a couple of tools that I use for my podcast. And on the subject of exponential (laughs) need to learn and learning curves in general, my home at the moment is literally festooned with equipment and cabling. I kind of know what some of it does, and it all does look very, very impressive. It's all due to the fact that I need to create stingers, bumpers, IDs, foley, atmos, incidental music, themes, and the works, in fact, for the new show. I'm also trying to recruit people to help with some of this stuff, so if you're interested and have some decent or even basic audio production experience, or are just really highly organised, because I also need a broadcast assistant type person, and if you know what that is, you'll know what I'm talking about. So if you are either of those two types of people, let me know. Obviously, I can't pay now, which is grossly unfair, I know, but if it does take off, particularly sponsorship, then I will be able to pay. Eventually, I'll also get round to posting vacancies, but this is just a little heads up in advance. I think... Part of the problem is I'm untested and people, i.e. potential investors, sponsors and even recruits, are waiting to see if I sink and swim with the new podcast, which is fair enough.
but if you help me out now, it won't be forgotten. I should again point out that unlike Roy's Rocket Radio, this new podcast is going to be a commercial enterprise, albeit one with very little budget. It will still be free to download and listen to, but I am looking at advertising sponsorship and the odd premium extra. Roy's Rocket Radio, the one that you're listening to now, will of course remain commercial free. You may have noticed that I do have a very high reliance on Skype, so I should also mention or re-mention is that a word? Is re-mention a word? That I am looking to use Skype in, in lieu of finding premises. So at least I have a phone number that won't change. Works with call forwarding, has more cachet, i.e. a London number. <laughs> Just sounds better than my awful landline, and that I can record from easily, maybe. If you cast your mind back to a few minutes ago, I was talking about recording Skype on two tracks, so we'll have to see how that goes. The other thing I have been told numerous times is that I need to sound more cheerful. Actually, I've been told that I need to be more cheerful. I don't know about that, but I am making an effort to sound more cheerful. I mentioned earlier that there is very little money for me to produce this podcast with, and officially I have now run out of money, so it is all really hand-to-mouth at the moment. The main thing that you need to know is that it is happening, just not as fast as I'd like, but then there are only so many hours in the day, which brings me to the writing section. Writing. Okay, the Horus Box, my novel. I was up to chapter 16 and a half, and now after this evening of writing, I'm now at chapter 16 and three quarters, which means that I have just over 24 to go. The reason I'm not already at chapter 17 is partly due to me leaving my flash drive at home a few days ago. I am now seriously thinking that I should change to using Google Docs, my phone and a Bluetooth keyboard, so I cannot possibly not have access to my work ever again. About the structure... If you've been listening to the podcast, you'll know what I'm doing with my novel, but at this point the chapters are fairly arbitrary in length and based on my outline, which means I'm under a little less stress because I know where the novel is going. And I hesitate to make this a tip for writers because I know it's not for everyone, but for me personally... Heavy pre-outlining my books and stories does work. And there are also more stories coming. I'm working on a set of non-free, multi-genre, science fiction, fantasy and horror stories to join Glassy on my Kindle page. 
I have enough material that this will not take long for me to expand, polish and re-edit some earlier work, so look out for that. It will consist of everything from psychological horror and creature features on Earth to survival horror in deep space, and quite a lot of fairly violent sword and sorcery. And before we leave the subject of writing, I know NaNoWriMo is in full swing at the moment, though I am not taking part because it isn't as if I'm not writing every day anyway. I just wanted to add maybe a bit of advice to people who are taking part because I have done it twice before. The first time I completely fell apart and I didn't last more than a few days. The second time I did carry it through to completion, but the text wasn't that good, which is part of the reason I prefer writing every day using a regular schedule. But if you are taking part and you're finding it difficult, just don't sweat it. It'll either come or it won't. The main thing is that you are writing. If you are a regular writer anyway, but have decided to take part in NaNoWriMo, maybe use this as the boost you need to finish something, or just try something completely new. And by the way, on the subject of writing advice from other people this time, I have stuck some links to things useful to writers. Again, go to my webpage, which is roymartha.com, that's R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com. Look up at the header. There you'll see a link that's called Useful. Click on it and you'll find a list of things useful to writers by other writers. For instance, I found... Um, what was it? Oh yeah, Ian Banks. Ian Banks had done a video interview with some guy from the OU, and it is available on YouTube, but I'd never seen it before. So go there and have a look. You might find something useful. It might help you with NaNoWriMo, or it might just help you with writing in general. Next, TV. Well, I haven't been watching that much, but I've been watching a few things. Walking Dead Season 6. Started watching it, and my first impressions were that it was really weird. I couldn't figure out what kind of strange flashback I was watching. I thought maybe I was losing my marbles. Then I realised I'd missed half of Season 5. So that's about the only nerdly thing I did. I caught up with Rick and the group at the end of Season 5 and started watching Season 6 of it. There's a great quote about adversity that made me feel a little better after having been sick for a few weeks and all the tiredness of writing and doing the new podcast thing and the business startup. Anyway, I'll just read you out the quote and might help you too. We do what we need to do, and then we get to live. So that's something that Rick Grimes says in episode 10 of season 5, 
The other kind of inspiring thing I saw was in Doctor Who. Doctor Who Series 9, Episode 7, which was the last one, the Zygon Invasion. It was really, really topical last Saturday, possibly the most political, yet without being too preachy, which is surprising for Doctor Who. It had just about everything you could think of that is of relevance to us today. There were drone strikes, xenophobia, paranoia, radicalisation. Could almost read like a news headline. Excellent stuff, and well done. Next, movies. Mr. Holmes, 2015. Actually, I saw this quite a while back, but I haven't had a chance to speak about it. I thought it was good, but emotional rather than analytical, as you have probably cottoned on by now by the numerous reviews from people other than me. It is a non-canon of Sherlock's retirement to beekeeping in Sussex, which is mentioned in canon in the story His Last Bow, I think, because it's been a long time since I've read that. I like anything with Ian McKellen, or with a character Sherlock Holmes, so this is something that I just couldn't ignore. It will leave you feeling either incredibly motivated to not let life pass you by, or incredibly depressed. I hope it's the former, and I'm trying to make it the former for myself. Have you noticed that I've been latching on to geeky things that are inspirational, or at least motivational this week? Not really surprising, I think, given the level of stress that I'm always moaning about, that I've moaned about 15 times during this one podcast, but I do find these things help to keep me going, so I hope they do the same for you. Audio. Okay, got a little bit to mention about the audio I'm listening to. I'm listening to far fewer podcasts now. In fact, I have cut almost in half the number of podcasts that I listen to. This is mainly because recently I was spying on quite a few other podcasts, something that I haven't done for a while, in the hope of learning what I should be doing in my new podcast. Turns out that many of the podcasts I listen to were just more examples of what not to do rather than what to do. The other thing I've discovered is that I really do have absolutely no competition. In business, this is what's called a USP, a unique selling point, and I have one. This is really weird when you think about it, because when I say no competition, I really mean it. I can't find anything in any media, so books, TV, video, podcasts, everything, I cannot think or find one idea like my own idea for the new podcast. Which is kind of good, but also kind of worrying, and again, I can feel the pressure of not doing something that isn't good, so let's just keep my fingers crossed. Now, as I said, I listen to far fewer podcasts than I used to listen to. Now I mainly listen to the more heavily produced and higher quality podcasts from the BBC 
and NPR or things similar to that now. Of course, Radiolab's definitely one of my favourites and recommended if you are new to podcasts. Okay, got nothing to talk about books, comics, games, toys this week. Just no time. Technology. I am getting into Lue. Or I should be saying I'm getting back into programming. Lue? Is that how you say it? L-U-A? Lua? Maybe Lua. Well, anyway, I'm getting into coding again. But this time it's because I have a reason rather than wanting to program games, which is still a good reason, but I don't have the time. And the reason for getting back into coding, or scripting at least, is I want to save time doing a lot of repetitive stuff, which is what got me into programming, or at least scripting in the first place. But I just haven't done it for a long time, mainly because the GUI tools have become so good, and also, I'm not a full-time IT consultant anymore. But now, there are a few things that I want to automate. For example, backing up Google Docs, handling a lot of repetitive audio tasks. I like Lue mainly because it's small, fast, and more freeform than Python, but the community is still friendly. I have been zooming through a big old Lue... Lua? Oh man, this is going to get me. I'm going to have to look that up. Lua book. And skimming all the basic stuff. Anyway, I'll let you know how I get on and what I do with the scripting. The other thing I thought of that I could maybe do, and it was suggested to me a very long time ago, is use Git. Use that version control system, but that will mean more of an investment in time that I don't have at the moment. So probably in the short term, Google Docs, and maybe look at Git a bit later on. But interestingly, I think Git is also scriptable with Lua. Anyway, that's enough techie stuff for this week. And that's about it for the show. And for the after show bit, I just want to thank a few people. First, I want to thank Simon for the loan of the music gear. Just so you know, if you're listening, I plugged my ukulele into the Monster Amp. Also, a thanks to Tom for the happy birthday call a few weeks ago. And thanks to Sarah, my cousin, for wishing me happy birthday on Facebook. Sorry I didn't notice until yesterday. Maybe you should have called instead, or maybe I should just have checked Facebook more often. And that's really it for today. So if you're listening to the podcast, keep listening. If you're not listening, then you won't hear me tell you to listen, which is what I'm about to do. Yeah, so this is for everyone out there not listening. Can you please listen? I need new listeners for the new show. And I always need feedback, so keep it coming. Send your feedback to me on iTunes. Send it to me. That sounds weird. It sounds like I want you to fill in a letter and uh, send me an envelope, but then you don't want to know my postal address, so that's not going to work, is it? I think I'm blathering a bit now. No, what you want to do is you want to go to RoyMartha.com, that's R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com, click on podcast, 
click on subscription or something like that. There's a million ways to subscribe for you to get my podcast, but also you can get it from iTunes, and if you have an iTunes account, it means that you can give me a review, and you need to do that. So please do it. Do it now. Go. Okay, thanks for listening. This was Roy's Rocket Radio, recorded on Wednesday, the 4th of November, 2015, and the time at the end of the show, and sorry for the creaking and rustling now, it's me taking out my phone, looking for my phone, shuffling papers, talking to myself. Yep, the time at the end of the show is ten past eleven in the evening. Thanks for listening, and bye. Bye!